It's the Progress Pod, a production of the Franklin County Coalition for Progress. I'm Pete Mazzoni. The group Community Uniting formed in Chambersburg in January of 2017 with a mission of bringing people of goodwill together to build personal relationships across faith, race, gender, and politics to strengthen our community. Since then, the group has acted on that mission, holding several events and community projects. This Saturday, September 29th, they will hold the inaugural Gratitude Walking Tour in downtown Chambersburg. Joining us on the show today to tell us more about that and more about the group itself, I'm going to have you go around and introduce yourselves, if we could start here on the right. Hi, I'm Ronnie Cook. I'm one of the founding members of Community Uniting, and I'm looking forward to this week's walk. Hi, and I'm Sandy Grotberg, one of the founders, and I'm looking forward to this opportunity to tell you about us and also to uh, share our enthusiasm about Saturday's walk. Okay. My name's Jim Barton, and I'm uh, one of the founding members and uh, a retired physician, and uh, that's about it. Okay, great. So let's start at the beginning. What prompted you all to get together, form this group, and and move forward? Well, in January, and I remember it was right before Martin Luther King Day weekend, a friend of mine, Iris Hirsch, uh, whose husband had been head of the local unity coalition a number of years ago and he recently passed away and she invited uh, I think there were three or four of us to lunch just to talk about there's a lot of tension going on we don't like the fear we're seeing uh, my friend was Jewish she was concerned about the, is this like the tensions were in Germany I'm afraid and her basic question was what can we do to support each other and do something positive in our community. Uh, So she had us over for lunch. And at the table, we had a Jewish person, a Quaker person, and two Episcopalians. And we were brainstorming. And one of the ideas that came out was that we note that the local churches have a United Churches group, but there's not a local interfaith group where all faiths or no faith are equal at the table. we decided to go with that idea, and it was more as we explored what our mission statement was going to be. We didn't want to have a faith test for our right. group, mm-hmm. but we didn't want people to have to leave their faith at the door. Now, let's get into the mission. Uh, describe your mission. Describe what it is you're doing and what your goals are. Well, some of our goals are educational programs. We try to build bridges across the differences among the members of our community. Um, we're also looking to educate each other about our different faiths and cultures because we feel that um, a lot of fear and hatred is based on ignorance or not knowing. So by introducing the people to different faiths and cultures, we hope to make people feel more comfortable about each other in the community. Um, Respond to injustice when we feel there's been something in the community that uh, we want to respond to, we've had candlelight vigils for those types of things. Um, encourage unity amongst the people in our community, creating a safe space for people to express their thoughts and feelings. And we also network with the other groups in the community. Now, when you talk about the fear, what are people telling you? What, what are they afraid of? Well, in the current state of things in the country, we've seen an escalation of things like anti-Semitism, the travel ban. We have some people in our group that are um, 
of the Muslim faith. We have some immigrants that we've supported. We have Hispanic people. We have people from Puerto Rico. There's a lot of people in the community that are feeling fear because of the different things that have happened legally and politically that are causing this. So we felt wanted a space where we could come together and not feel fear. And we knew we'd be supported here. Uh, And I know personally, it's helped me a lot because I had a lot of anxiety. I'm also Jewish. So I had a lot of anxiety with anti-Semitism, with things that have happened. And this group has really helped me. So you basically created it, as you're saying, a safe space where people can come and feel supported. Do you feel like your message is reaching out deeper into the community? Hard to say. Um, I, I think there's a sense of people feeling better, but it's not out there being publicized a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just uh, a sense you feel that maybe there's some cooperation among groups and uh, an understanding of groups, more uh, dialogue among groups. And uh, But uh, that's, that's just a sense mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. I think one of the ideas when we started was that we can't really change national politics, but we can make an impact. We're a small community. We know people. We, we have to live together here. We mm-hmm. want to have a, a positive community. And I think part of the impetus was to work for what we're for, not just only standing up about what we're against. Mm-hmm. And so I think some of the small ways that our drop in the bucket towards helping has been as like at the festivals we've done things a lot of things about kindness and having children make kindness rocks and kindness catchers and all kinds of things that way and showing gratitude uh, with gratitude leaves for a gratitude tree and my observation at the booths we've had is that it's generating parents and children having conversations about oh how can you be kind oh what can you say thank you for uh, one, another one was, what, what is something you can do to help somebody and to be kind? And so I think it's more like at a grassroots level. Mm-hmm. And I was excited when we had 50 people on our email list and we're up to almost 300 now. So oh, gradually wow. people have uh, said, oh, I want to be part of the that. The word is getting out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you have a number of different churches involved? We have the Trinity Episcopal, mm-hmm. uh, Society of Friends or Quakers, Sons of Israel, Trinity Lutheran. Trinity Lutheran, yes. Mm-hmm. Sort of an offshoot is uh, some of the speakers have been doctors of religion or PhDs oh, in religion, mm-hmm. so they come and. So you have a speaker it. series? Not yeah. a series, but just. Uh, We've had speakers from mm-hmm. Wilson College and mm-hmm. lawyers come and speak to us about immigration, lots of different topics. We mm-hmm. kind of look to see what people need and respond to that as best as we can. And in fact, our first two speakers, uh, one of our members who's involved with the Episcopal Church, there was a local Episcopal pastor, bishop, I'm not quite sure his title, uh, who is a scholar and teacher, and our first speech opportunity was about hospitality, about being welcome, and this was happening right around the different travel bans and things like that, and he was doing kind of a biblical perspective of hospitality, but he invited conversation from people from different faiths, you know, what does your faith say about hospitality, and people shared that. Mm -hmm. And the second one was about fear, that it's a personal prison, and looked at, again, sort of historical and biblical dealings with fear and uh, how to live with that, overcome it, and so on. So we were kind of getting people at a basic emotions. So when you are talking to people like yourself who are feeling that fear, uh, what is the message? What, what are you telling them to kind of give them something to hang on to, to move forward? 
What is the message? That there's people in the community that will support them. I had no idea that there were this many people in our community that felt like that, that felt supportive. And it's just knowing that there are those many people mm -hmm. that makes them come out. And I find that a lot of these people that we've met kind of stay hidden because they're of their fear but you know they'll come to our group because they know they're safe there mm -hmm. and then the message of gratitude I think this is one of the most challenging things as human beings to stay aware of it feels like you feel gratitude when something's gone wrong and then is righted I mean how do we keep gratitude in our lives and our hearts more on a daily basis I think uh, this walk exemplifies the gratitude because we're looking and acknowledging all the people that contribute to the service mm -hmm. towards the general population in Chambersburg and and making sure they're safe and uh, giving them outlets, honoring neighborhoods. Uh, there's so much out there that we, we weren't even aware of until we got into it. And then all of a sudden there's all these things. There's going to be 44 stops uh, for the things coming up this Saturday. Let's talk about the uh, gratitude walk. If we could get out some logistics and let people know exactly what's happening. On this Saturday, September 29th, we are going to gather behind the library at the gazebo by the Falling Spring Creek there. And that will be our first stop. We'll begin gathering at 1, and we need to start walking right at 1.30 because we have about a two-mile walk with 12 main stops on it. And we'll be handing out homemade plaques made by Jim Barton to over 40 different local groups that contribute to the spirit in our community. And some of the spirits are the spirit of democracy, the spirit of faith, the spirit of safety, the spirit of history, of culture, knowledge, recreation, education. We've decided to focus on the spirit in our community, and there's a lot of spirit ways to express spirit to make a community a community and sure. within that the mile going down main street and then we'll go over to second street and come back up second street to be a circular route okay uh we were just amazed how many different ways people contribute and people will get an itinerary with a map and it also has a scavenger hunt on it so they can check off other things they see along the way okay. and we also have a little passport uh, so you can check off how many spirits uh, you have connected with as you walk on your way. Okay. So we're trying to make it like a walking tour. Okay, and that's this Saturday? Meet at 1 o'clock and start walking at 1.30 behind the library. There's no charge, and uh, we'll, everybody will get a bag that's been donated. By the Franklin County Visitors Bureau. And okay. along the way, some of the places that we visit will be giving out handouts. Some of the handouts are already going to be in the bag, and that's all um, complimentary. And there's plenty of parking there. At the library yeah. and just, just adjacent. Yeah, so. behind the courthouse in mm -hmm. King Street Church, mm -hmm. there's plenty of parking. So the spirit of democracy, what do you mean by that? What does that mean to you? The rights we should have, uh, the right to be free of uh, fear, the right to express, the freedom of speech. It's all those freedoms that we're endowed with and uh, to maintain that and many times to have to persist in keeping it that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. so, uh, and we want to honor the local um, machinery of democracy, which is our county government and our local government. Uh, and part of it is the safety that's provided by the borough police and the fire department, 
the recreation that's provided by the recreation department and then local governance in terms of town council mm -hmm. um, and then with the county uh, when I was looking up about this I think there's over 700 county employees uh, who are people who are neighbors who work for us and it, it takes a lot to keep democracy going and we get to vote and elect people to serve mm -hmm. in those jobs which is you know we're part of democracy and so much is local uh, you know, there's local yes. issues going on, and if we don't get involved with, hap with what's happening locally, we lose our voice in terms of just relying on what others decide. I think of for the people, by the people. <laughs> exactly. Now, you are, let's say, apolitical as a group. Mm -hmm. You're not really one side or the other. How do you keep the politics from creeping in? Because as we know, the news cycle these days is just unbelievable. And people are wearing their hearts on their sleeves, no matter what you, which side of the aisle you're on. So if people get together and they want to begin to discuss politics with you, how do you kind of... Well, we, we focus on kindness. Mm -hmm. And people on both sides want to be kind. They just have different ways of showing it. And we've been able to... For instance, we adopted a Syrian refugee family. We have people from churches that maybe aren't as liberal as other churches that are you know, providing um, opportunities for those people, collecting clothing, um, helping with job and other resources. So I think if we keep focusing on the kindness aspect and try to put some of the other stuff mm -hmm. out of it, we can mm -hmm. include everybody. Yeah, talk about that. This is the Abu Hijazi family. Mm -hmm. What's the story? This is a family of four children that became Five. five. They had all five when they came. One was born in the on refugee. The on the run. That's it. Okay. Camp. But, uh, they uh, escaped from Syria into Jordan under duress and stayed in Jordan for something like one, one year. year. Got a way to come to this country and I believe started, uh, got with the Catholic Charities, Catholic Charities. in Harrisburg and stayed mm -hmm. there for a year. And then I think they have a limit to where they can, how long they can stay. So arrangements were made for them to come to Chambersburg. And uh, he, language was a barrier. His wife was a lawyer. And they got, he got menial jobs. Had to be transported. I don't think anybody knew how to drive. Uh, the kids got into school and uh, Gradually, I think we helped to fund them for the first year. Several people, several people uh, had donations from churches and personal uh, donations, and they were able to make it. And uh, they're now both employed, and they're on their feet. Mm -hmm. And I think he's learning language, uh, the language, and so is she. And uh, some of the issues uh, were. Were, were troublesome. I think there was a concern for the children and in the school, but I think that's possibly remedied over time. But uh, we're very happy that uh, they're here. They, I think, they were prompted. Well, to very a, a, early. A in fact, one of our first um, talks—I forget if it was the hospitality or the fear one—but a woman named Dalal McCarthy. McCarthy uh, came to one of those and she's Catholic so we've got Catholics involved too and we also have Methodists uh, the yard sale Methodist people helped um, and she had made friends with the mother of this family mm -hmm. when she was involved through Catholic circles uh, with them up in Harrisburg and 
they struck up a very close relationship and she really was instrumental in helping them and there was a request to see if our group would want to get involved and we were just starting looking for ways to be involved with things and we said yes (laughs) and then we got to meet them at your house Ronnie that first time and then since then we've had people help them with computer skills um, tutoring their students uh, transportation it's been wonderful watching them grow and assimilate into the community because now they're they're feeling very comfortable and uh, like I said Amani just got a job with the school system and so it's all working out very well and the kids are very well adjusted and very smart. Oh, that's great. What is their immigration status? They have their green cards and they, they're here on a refugee program. They still got in when there were refugees being allowed. Now, I don't know if the recent changes in the laws are going to affect them Yeah, the them Attorney or not. General is looking to upend uh, refugee status. And so we, we need to stand with them uh, and one of the things about that we found out through our journey is that our local Franklin County Legal Services is very good with immigration issues. They have a couple of attorneys, uh, mm-hmm. and when they spoke, they said, if you're going to be dealing with immigration issues, Franklin being a resident of Franklin County is actually in your favor because you can get legal representation. That's one of the key mm-hmm. uh, keys to successfully fighting things or mm-hmm. standing up for things. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll stand with this family. And not too long ago, she showed me pictures on her cell phone of what used to be her neighborhood in Syria, and it's totally decimated. And most people they, they knew that didn't get out are perished. So it's oh, very wow. sad. Yes. Yeah, that is. Or living in a school near the border with Israel. So. Yeah, that's a pretty amazing story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have other immigrants that come to you that need your assistance? Well, and again, this is we're sort of figuring things out as we go. But we had a a private request to help a Puerto Rican family who had settled in the area after Hurricane Maria. And apparently there are 20 or 30 families who have come to Franklin County because of that hurricane. And so we put out a clothing and furniture drive. And then uh, we found out, we got very involved then with this uh, Hispanic American Center. And again, our relationships keep growing, which is really fun. Uh, and uh, there was another family that had arrived with nothing, and uh, we've been gathering furniture for them. And just yesterday I was at somebody's house who's downsizing, and they had some things to give and were taking things away in a truck to help this family. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's part of what, that kindness that you were saying, is that I believe people here are good-hearted mm-hmm. and care about how we treat each other. And I think a lot of us are sad that the politics really interrupt our relationships. I I know I have friends that there's some things I just can't talk to about because of the difficulty, but I don't want to stop treating somebody as a decent human being. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're all wrestling with that kind of thing where we have... Right. On the individual level, I think, you know, the old saying goes, people are great, but once you move them into the group, the dynamic kind of can go south. You mentioned well, or strong too. You know, we can, like you were saying, getting people together that feel the same as you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there's several local groups that are focusing on different aspects of this in terms of voter registration. And I know the whole local transource power issue has brought people from all political spectrums Mm -hmm. together. I mean, there's things that unite us, and that's really powerful too. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to 
look for those. And that's one reason we call it community uniting with an ING, because it's never an accomplished. It's not a united right. like you're once and done, but it's something that's always in the works. And you were going to say something? Oh, yeah. You, you mentioned earlier about being apolitical. We make every attempt to be that. But you can't avoid how it creeps in from all the things that go wrong. Mm -hmm. So I think apolitical for us means that the willingness to listen to the other side mm -hmm. uh, and not to uh, push your own agenda, but right. to be ready to listen to see where, because so, you can make some inroads that way. So. And we do want to stand up to injustice um, and people promoting hate. Like One of our candlelight vigils was after the Charlottesville incident, and within 24 hours we had a vigil organized, and it was over 100 people came. I think one person even counted close to 150 mm -hmm. uh, down on the square. And that's another church, Presbyterian Church. Mm -hmm. So we've got numerous uh, faiths involved. And we just wanted to stand up for love and kindness and the way we treat each other and also to stand against uh, those who would promote hate, but also to look within ourselves uh, to what do we want our community to be like because there's racism right here. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do we want our part in that story to be? Sure. Um, I want to just take a second here. If you could give out any websites or Facebook pages that you have so people can get involved. We just have a Community Uniting Facebook page, and then the main way that we communicate is an uh, email list, uh, which is communityuniting at gmail.com. Okay. And then usually uh, if there are events, we will publish them in some of the other groups. Uh, we're on the is it what's happening in Chambersburg or the FYI. FYI there's like a couple page. of, there's a county and there's mm -hmm. one through the public opinion. And then uh, the Coalition for Progress, Franklin County Concerned Citizens, and then sometimes just our personal Facebook mm -hmm. kinds of things. And now this is, you know, another sure. chance and we really appreciate. No problem. It sounds like your group is making a difference. Certainly with uh, the Syrian family, I think they're probably super excited that you exist. Um, if we could uh, give the times and dates of the walk one more time, that'd be great. So Saturday, the 29th, this coming Saturday, start meeting at 1 o'clock behind the library at the gazebo near the spring. The, the first uh, group we're going to thank is are, are the spirits of the first peoples who lived here and Mother Nature. Uh, so we thought meeting by the water there would be a good place for that. And then we'll start walking at 1.30 and do an approximately two-mile uh, circular route. And this is rain or shine, right? And hopefully shine. Just shine. Yeah, it's going to shine. It's, it's, gonna it's shine. looking okay so far, but not going to <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody has any final thoughts before we wrap up, I, uh, I'm, I'm grateful you came. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Um, in terms you. of gratitude, we're really thankful <laughs> yes, for being thank asked. You. Thank sure, you. Sure, Well, I'm sure you'll have a successful walk. and um, Come join us. Walk with us. <laughs> okay, right. sounds like good. This. I should say walk-ins. We'd ask people to RSVP by tomorrow, but walk-ins are welcome. And I know, know a lot of people like to say, well, what's the weather look like? And then mm -hmm. I'll decide. So please just come. Just show up. Okay, great. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.